Operator! Operator! Welcome to the Hitchcock Minute. I'm Jonathan, and this is Chris. Hello. Hello, we're from Minute Impossible. We're uh, halfway through the week. We're uh, we're already to the Wednesday. Our Wednesday episode, Minute 33 of Alfred Hitchcock's 1959 classic, North by Northwest. Uh, uh, welcome, Chris. Welcome, welcome back. Jonathan. We finally have our answers about the uh, phone calls. Yes. And, and how phone calls work and whether phone calls are, are, are manned in any way and people listening in. They are most definitely listening in. Uh, Mr. Kaplan, as he's known, is called by the, uh, the hench from, that we met, uh, a couple of weeks ago, who originally was the one who took him out to the, to the mansion. I forget, I don't remember this henchman's name. No, neither do I. Should I look it up? Does it matter? Nah. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, no, I got it. I got it. You got Man. it. <clears throat> yeah, it's Adam Williams, uh, who plays Valerian. Great Valerian, name for yeah. a hen- what a great name for a hench. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's better than Leonard. Hello, I'm Leonard. I'm Valerian. His voice suits yeah. the Valerian. Yeah, he's got a very he's it kind of talks like this, like a like a James Bond villain, like a villain, you know, like a villain. He is a villain. He's calling to, and he's so happy that Mr. Kaplan is there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, before you murder somebody, which I assume that's why they're there. Yes. Bef- before you murder somebody, do you normally call up? I do. I mean, you're a very nice murderer. I really am. I've told you this before. No, I know. All the people who I've murdered have said, oh, you're so good at this. Thank you for being so kind and making it so easy for us. Thank you for calling first. Exactly. Yeah. I don't so want he, to kill the wrong person. He calls him, says, and he, he, the first thing he does is start slamming down on the, the hook thing. I don't know what you call it. The little the the clicky thing. The receiver. We've talked about this before on our right. show. I don't ever remember what the name of the, the phone part that is. To me, anyway. it's always the Mickey Mouse hand because I had a Mickey Mouse phone like that. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse, the hand. Mickey Mouse hand. So, so he's pushing. Hello. It, he's like operator, operator, and the operator's like, "Yes, Mr. Kaplan." And he's like, "Where did that call come from? Was it from outside or from the lobby?" And he, she's taking too long, so he starts clicking it again. And he's like, "Operator," she's like, "Mr. Kaplan." I'm sure she wanted to be like, "I'm looking." I can hear <laughs> this is you all, clicking. This is all based on a bunch of tubes that I stick cords into. So, give me a second. Figure this out. And yes, the the call is indeed coming from inside so, the so plaza. I'm hotel. wondering, do they are they taking like a notation down? Oh, this calls from the lobby to Mr. Kaplan. You know, do they have like a notebook of all the people that have called the rooms and where they're? No, I assume from? she can see like a maybe some sort of <laughs> rudimentary light system, wouldn't you? Maybe, maybe, but I mean, she's got to look it up to figure out where it came from. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, uh, yeah, good, good question. Is, is, they is, must is, have a record. They must yeah, have I was a record. They give a record of who, who, who's calling. It has to be electronic. They can't have a a physical record. That would suck. But uh, you know what? Electronic are they going to have? They don't have computers. They don't have call no, waiting yet. No, of course. Call right. a call answer. What's the word? Uh, uh, call ID. They have call her waiting on the phone. Yeah, call her and wait. Yeah, <laughs> that is call waiting, and uh, her job is call waiting. Mm-hmm. I wait over here until the phone rings, and then I answer it. That's my job. Write down the name. And then I write down the name. Yep. So uh, he's like, "She, they're here. They're here, mother. We we was run." And, and so mom, he's. I love the mom. Well, I'd lo- certainly like to meet these these killers. 
<clears throat> Boy, she's really not taking this serious. No, not at all. She's like, she really thinks he's like on the juice or something. Why doesn't she think it's weird? She's been standing here when the maid thought he was Mr. Kaplan. She knows he's not Mr. Kaplan. When the valet thought he was Mr. Kaplan. And now he gets a phone call from Mr. Kaplan. When will she be like, this is odd that you're being called Mr. Kaplan and everyone thinks you're Mr. Kaplan. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Does she just still think, oh, Roger is just going goofy and he's gone into someone's room and it's like, because no one's there, everyone's assuming. And it's just a simple mistake and anyone could make this mistake. <laughs> I have no idea. That's crazy. It is. But as we've, we've shown that in the last couple of minutes that his mom isn't, isn't the most trusting person of him. And and she's also you know not all there completely. There's supposedly uh, ice service that could have been brought up by the butler also, which Ooh, sounds really good. That does sound good. This is back, I guess, before they had ice machines on every floor. Yeah, yeah that always, I always get that room really close to it. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. So at the end wonder, of the hall, I guess Mr. Underhill. Underhill. My God, I'm gonna keep calling him Mr. Underhill. He's my Dommel Gleason of this movie. Mr. I'm gonna keep calling him that. It's not Mr. Underhill. Mr. Thornhill. Mr. Thorn, Mr. Thornhill is uh, perplexed. He's afraid, but his mother is not. No. And he's ready to to move on. He's ready. He's putting on his coat and he wants to walk out the door. This scene is a lot of staring away from. Uh, uh, this is a this is a, a trick in acting that I think is amazing when it's done well, and it's the it's that one sided phone conversation. Yeah. You know, you hear it made fun of by comedians and you see it in different shows when it's done incorrectly. But I like that you can actually hear her over the phone, which yeah. makes me wonder how they did it on set, which they probably just had someone reading. Yeah. And then they overdubbed everything. But I do like that we can hear her and it's not just, yeah. yes, hello. You, you say they're downstairs. <laughs> I always hate it when they repeat back because they haven't decided they want to, they don't actually want anyone to. Well, it, it's, it's always interesting to me how they do how they handle those sort of phone calls in movies nowadays. <clears throat> Sometimes you get it so that you hear the phone sound, like it sounds like they're talking through a phone. Other times, recently, it sounds like they're just right there next to them in the room, talking like they're not on the phone. I'm like, where's the phone sound? I'm, I'm waiting for them to sound like they're on a the phone. But right, they like just a, split screen it, or yeah. even just have like they're on the phone and it's like, hey, Fred, how's it going? Yeah, and, and you're like, it, they're not even muffled. No, it doesn't sound like they're on a the phone at all. It sounds like they're just talking to the guy, you know. So yeah, that's, I always find it interesting, depending on what the film chooses. Um, but I, I love, I love at the end. You know, it was jumping ahead here, but at the end of this shot, they goes into the hall and that great hall shot is like this long, elongated hall on the left hand side, and and but that's uh, a set, right? It looks like a set, or it might painting? be. I wonder if it's a mat. That's what I was wondering. It feels like a painting. It feels it? like a mat. Yeah, it does. But these are the sort of shots that you know that when you watch a De Palma film. You know, from the eighties on, probably from about, I'd say from about Dress to Kill on, from the mid eight, mid mid late seventies all the way into the into his nineties career. Those are the shots that he's literally aping. You know, like in Mission Impossible. Yeah. Well, know? yeah, he does it in the first movie in uh, in Langley. Yep. Remember that one hallway we even talked mm-hmm. about? We're like, well, that hallway's not real. No, that's a painting. Yeah. You just and if you and look, on. if you look at the floor, I mean, I can't tell. If there is a line, I mean, this may be an actual hallway, you know, yeah. in a place. I know they didn't shoot in the plaza. No, maybe a set though. But 
but it, it feels like that the 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 hallway in the detention block in Star Wars where it looks like it just goes on. But you know it's, like it's four, a, yeah, it's like you know it's a mat, four hundred you know? yards. And you're like, well, that couldn't be real. You know it's a mat, but it looks so like convincing because it's so so far back. It's great. I mean, at the time, these people would pay more would would spend the time to paint this, yeah, to paint a hallway instead of just going and finding a hallway. I kind of feel like I'm looking at it now. I kind of feel like it's not like it's a hall, an like actual hall. You know what? Here's what I think. I think the hallway goes about two-thirds down at second 59. I think the hallway goes two-thirds down. I think the last part of it may be a painting. Oh, yeah. I can see from the darkness on the floor. It looks like it you could You see be. how the floor goes really dark and also the – it's not it, – at that point, you wouldn't even be able to notice. I don't know. I don't well, know. There's I also, also the, the, the columns on the side that could, could, could make it look like that. But I can't tell. I mean, it – you never know with Hitchcock, man. That's the, that's the funny thing. And also because they walk, they show this hallway, but then they purposely walk to the right in the next minute. We'll, we'll get to it when we get to yeah. it. But since we're talking about the hallway, they purposely walk to the right as if, well, we've run out of space. We've, <laughs> we're going to run into this painting. If we exactly. Don't turn. Like, well, coyote. <laughs> you know, keep coy- yeah, there's a uh, Cary Grant shaped hole. Exactly. Just keep walking. Now, now we, we were, we've been, you know, talking that we're in the plaza this whole time. And I don't know if anybody else has done it, but I looked up a bunch of films that were shot or take place in the plaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently in the news, of course, is, is Home Alone 2. Exactly. Because it was owned by Trump. Yeah, that guy. It maybe still is. No, it's not. No, he, it's he not anymore. Bankrupt. Yeah, he went bankrupt. He went bankrupt. Exactly. Yep. And then the one I saw recently that made me go, oh, my God, yeah, that's right. Brewster's Millions. That's, the, that's where he moves yeah. in. And redoes the whole suite, the whole flea has the whole floor. Is that shot in the actual hotel? I don't know, but I know most of the exteriors and some of the interiors are really shot in the okay, hotel. Okay, but that, but I but think that the, room, the room, there's is, no way that room no, is. No, that room is definitely a set. That thing is insane. Yeah, that, man. That, Brewster's Millions, what a great call. Hey, if you haven't watched Brewster's Millions, go watch you're, you're listening to a podcast about old movies, go yeah. watch Brewster's Millions. It's mm-hmm. really fun. That movie holds up. It's yeah. fun as hell. Oh, yeah. It's a great Walter Hill film. I mean, it's so much, so much fun to watch. Uh, another film that I just recently watched again for, I have the first time in a long time, Big Trouble with the Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler, where they're the twins. Yes. That was, oh, that took place, this, that's, that yeah. took place in the, in the Plaza Hotel. That's one of my wife's top 10 movies. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. She loves Big Trouble. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, um, what was it? Big business, sorry, not big trouble. Big business, yeah, big business, big business yes, big business. sorry. And then another film that I actually caught the the tail end of this morning was American Hustle. They they had that whole sequence that took place in the Plaza Hotel at the end. Okay, yeah. yeah. So and I mean, of course, I'm Crocodile sure now Dundee. it's also had it's had a lot of renovations over. Yeah, the years. oh yeah, I'm sure. But but there's a, a ton of movies. It's amazing when you look at it. And you're like, oh yeah, Crocodile Dundee, Son of a Woman, <laughs> um, Almost Famous. Oh, uh, Sin of a Woman with uh, yeah. starring Brian De Palma. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Exactly. Only uh, certain people will get that joke. <laughs> I know, exactly. Uh, oh, well. Arthur shot there as well. You know, it's a network. I mean, so it's just a ton of movies. It's a great location. It is a great location. We don't know if we're there right now. No, we don't. <laughs> we are like, I've looked, I've looked on the uh, location database. It's not, I mean, it's just saying all exteriors. It's not giving me hallway stuff. So. I- I'm assuming all interiors are done on a set the way Hitchcock works because... He oh my move. god! There's stuff outside that's move. done on a set. 
He can move stu- buildings and stuff like that the way he wants, you know. The uh, later on when they were in the in the uh, cornfield, I'm like, boy, some of these shots, I swear to God, they yeah. did not hold up. They are terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a I'm like, why just keep? You're already out there. Just keep shooting. Just shoot it out there. And they shot it. But like six you know, at that later. time, you just did. Yeah, you just didn't do that. You just no. did not do that. No, you you, you met your minimum for what you needed to shoot outside and took everything inside. Inside, you know. Yep. So yeah. So they're going to walk, I guess, to the elevator. Yeah. And once they get to the elevator, we'll find out what happens, I guess, tomorrow. I guess, yeah. I hope so. <coughs> so, uh, you know, as, we go, as, as we've been doing this week, we've got some more, uh, some more butler facts. So it's very important that we, we talk about more things that butlers have seen and heard while we're talking about movies shot in the plaza. And done. <laughs> and done. And done. And done. So, what I've learned, uh, there is a no discrimination policy, which is funny because in this movie you would think, you would think that the that the the people who have the butlers can literally do whatever they want. Yeah, there is a zero tolerance for any guest to mistreat a staff because of race, gender, age, or creed. Oh, interesting. And it is uh, based on sexism too, because. They've had problems where a manager has gone to deal with an angrier, an angry, uh, you know, person, uh, guest, mm-hmm. and the person who went to them was a woman, and not, and they they thought it should be a man, and they were banned from the hotel. Is that why Donald Trump doesn't own it anymore? I, I guess, <laughs> But yeah, they they uh, they have they wouldn't say I don't have any specifics, but I do know there was a pop diva who was expelled for excessive drug use and alcohol abuse, and was belligerent toward the staff. That sounds like every pop star mm-hmm. in the world. And also, this is the one I want to know. There is a sitcom star who took out his anger issues on on an entire suite's worth of furniture. Frazier. Let's just start guessing. Who could it be? Tim the Tool it's Guy. Tim the Tool Guy. Oh, wait. It has a link. It's Charlie Sheen. Well, oh, that poor. was stupid. That's stupid. That's easy. <laughs> we should have guessed that. He was also the pop diva. Yep. He's both. He's wearing this little hat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, this is when he was still married to uh, Denise Richards mm. or dating or whatever they were doing. Whatever was going on there. Yeah. He was called at 2 a.m. And uh, and he uh, destroyed a table and a bunch of chairs. And he did like $7,000 worth of damage. He was winning. So he... Winning. Tiger winning. blood. So he is... Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. There was also a hooker. Oh. And the hooker is the one who called the front desk. Oh, wow. <laughs> did, did she have to click the clicker like like Cary Grant? Hello. Operator. Hello, operator. Hello, operator. Operator. <laughs> Yes. Emilio um, Estevez is having a fit. Uh, Emilio Estevez is in this building, ma'am. She, she said was he was fearing Emilio for Estevez. her life and was naked. Ooh. Quote, unquote. I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's that's amazing. What year was this? Well, I was going to say, Hold what on. year is that? Like 2010? 10. Yep. Mm-hmm. So 10 years ago. 10 years ago. That's like yesterday, 2010. You're crazy. Ripped rip, rip from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. So Charlie Sheen is banned from the plaza. <laughs> no, no major league reboot for him there. Oh no! 
Would you want him in a major league reboot at this no. point? Him and him and Tom Berenger's weird face. No. no. Wesley, Wesley Snipes for sure, but not, not. Oh yeah, Wesley Snipes looks great. I saw him on the uh, Golden Globes the other night. Yeah, he was in that Dolomite movie. He's awesome in that thing. Yeah, we could, you could tell when we were recording this. <laughs> Golden Globes. <gasps> you the mean two- Oscars? <laughs> yes, I saw him on the Oscar. No, they're not. Uh, yeah, Wesley Snipes is more of a Golden Globe You're presenter. Right. He'll never be a Oscar presenter. Sorry, he was, wasn't he? For a while, once, a couple, a couple of years back. Like five years ago, I mean, like 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 decades ago, years ago, like two thousand. Showing my age, but you know, a couple years ago, like like when he did the bet bet always bet on black movie, yeah, like nineteen ninety three, passenger fifty seven or whatever it is, fast passenger two two seven, yeah, that's not it. (laughs) You're mixing you're mixing genres now. Well, that's great. Yeah, Yeah, that's my movie. I want to see. This is uh, this is where we'll wrap up this minute. This minute, and we'll move into the next minute, minute 34 tomorrow of, of the Hitchcock Minute. So until then, good evening to everyone. Good evening. Operator! 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 One second, sir. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill, wherever you are.